Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're coming on the air with developments in several major news stories, including the chilling new details in the Idaho College murder investigation. The 28-year-old suspect smiling in an Idaho court denied bail tonight as we learn shocking new information about whether he may have stalked the girls for months and how one surviving roommate came face to face with a masked man on the night of the murders. The promising news about DeMar Hamlin. The NFL player wakes up and asks his doctors, did we win? Yes, you know, DeMar, you won. You won the game of life. At least five killed in the storms out west, including a toddler. The damage, heavy rain and storm surge battering California. Speaker votes stalemate. For a third straight day, Kevin McCarthy rejected now 10 times to lead the House of Representatives. And Royal Rumble, Prince Harry accuses his brother, the future King of England, of shoving him in a fight about Meghan Markle. Tonight, the new revelations. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Well, good evening and thank you for joining us on this busy Thursday night. Tonight, there is promising news from doctors about Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin. They say today marks a really good turning point in his recovery. Plus, the Republican revolt in the House of Representatives continues for the third straight day as a small group of members hold Kevin McCarthy's speakership hostage. We're going to talk about the real-life consequences of this stalemate in just a minute. But first, we have so many new details in the murders of those four University of Idaho students. It was this affidavit right here that was released today, and it reveals how police identified the suspect, 28-year-old Brian Koberger. It appears that he made a crucial mistake, leaving behind a knife sheath from the alleged murder weapon, and police say there was DNA on it. Police also revealing today that they identified the suspect by tracking his car on surveillance cameras just two weeks after the murder. 
Well, today, Koberger made his first court appearance in Idaho to face four charges of first-degree murder in the stabbing deaths of Madison Mogan, Kaylee Gonzalez, Ethan Chapin, and Zana Kernoodle. CBS's Omar Villafranca was inside the courtroom, and we'll start us off from Moscow, Idaho. Good evening, Omar. Good evening. Tonight, many questions were answered. Some people may have thought that the case had gone cold, but it turns out police were tracking the suspect for a very long time. And we're also learning how investigator, investigators connected Koberger to the scene. Koberger smiled at his court-appointed attorney and appeared calm yes. as gruesome new details were revealed about how he may have stalked the victims and how police tracked him down through DNA, phone records, and a witness. In a court document released today, police say DNA from trash obtained from the Koberger's home in Pennsylvania matched DNA on a knife sheath, like this one, found next to one of the victim's bodies. Also in the document, a roommate identified as Dylan Mortensen told police she thought she heard Kaylee Gonzalez say, there's someone here around 4 a.m. Mortensen told police after hearing someone crying and a man saying something to the effect, it's okay, I'm going to help you. She opened her door and saw a figure clad in black clothing and a mask that covered the person's mouth and nose walking towards her. Mortensen described the figure as a tall male with bushy eyebrows. We also learned police say cell phone records show Koberger's phone near the murder scene at least 12 times before the night of the stabbings, beginning in August. Casey Jordan is a criminologist with no connection to this case. I would not be at all surprised if there is more information that's going to come forth. Remember, in the probable cause affidavit, they just need to put enough evidence to substantiate the arrest. They don't have to show all the evidence that they have that might come out at trial. So there could be other things. Well, Omar is back with us. So, Omar, Omar, do we know if the suspect knew the victims? Uh, well, Nora, there are still some things we don't know. We don't know a motive. We don't know if the suspect knew the victims. And we don't know where the murder weapon is. As for Koberger, he'll remain in the Leyta County Jail without bail. He's expected back in court next Thursday. Nora? Yeah, it was interesting to learn that he had been near that house about a dozen times before the murder. Omar, thank you so much. Well, now to Cincinnati and the good news about the recovery of Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin. Doctors described the last 24 hours as remarkable, adding he's alert, moving his hands and feet. And right now he's still unable to speak. CBS's Charlie DeMar has more. Doctors at the University of Cincinnati say over the past 24 hours, Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin has shown remarkable improvement. He is awake and communicating with them in writing. Still has a breathing tube in and is able to communicate with uh, yeses and nos by shaking his head. He was expressed surprise that he had been, you know, not with, with the world for two days. Doctors say Hamlin is still critically ill, but appears to be neurologically intact. They say Hamlin can move his hands and feet, and he even asked if his team won the game. The answer is yes, you know, Damari, you won. You've won the game of life. The second-year player has been in critical condition since Monday after he collapsed and went into cardiac arrest. Audio obtained from the New York Times of emergency responders captured the urgency. Dr. Knight says Hamlin's immediate care by the Bills medical staff on the field is what saved his life. This was not 
a run-of-the-mill injury and that they, they had a significant event on their hands and immediately responded. Today, Buffalo Bills star quarterback Josh Allen says his teammates are grateful for the progress Hamlin's making. We heard that news this morning and, you know, we're extremely happy for him and his family. Still, Hamlin's doctors say he has a long way to go in his recovery. There are many, many steps uh, still ahead of him. Uh, from our standpoint, we would like to see him continue to improve, uh, to be completely uh, breathing on his own. At this point, Hamlin's doctors say it is too early to determine what caused the cardiac arrest. And when asked if Hamlin could ever return to the football field, his doctors say right now their focus is on getting him home. Nora. Charlie Damara, thank you so much. Well, tonight in California, a state of emergency remains in effect with more than 100,000 still without power after heavy rains and catastrophic floodwaters pounded the state. The death toll continues to grow, including a toddler who died when a tree fell on his home. CBS's Jonathan Bigliotti is in Sacramento County. The images are devastating. California battered yet again. The storm surge washing away this pier in Santa Cruz. Powerful winds uprooting trees, heavy damage, and a heavy toll. Overnight, north of San Francisco, a redwood tree fell onto a mobile home. And a frantic father came out of the house holding the child, and he said, my child's not breathing. That toddler died. In Sacramento County, one man told us he had been searching for his sister for three days. Later, emergency crews found her body in a submerged car. Already swollen rivers now overflowing, while raging creeks are prompting numerous rescues. This dog, saved by a swift water team in Southern California. Just too much rain on already saturated ground. San Francisco normally gets four and a half inches of rain for the entire month of January. They've nearly tripled that amount in less than a week. This satellite view shows not just one storm, but a parade of them, one after another after another. New concern tonight in Montecito, where a deadly mudslide five years ago killed 23. The area still vulnerable. There are some consequences of living in this beautiful place. And the pace of this storm was much faster than expected, which helped minimize, believe it or not, the damage. There is a break in the weather. Crews are using it to assess all of this destruction and clean up, Nora, before another round. Wow, you really get a sense of how much water is there. Jonathan Migliotti, thank you so much. Well, for the forecast, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. Storms have hammered the West Coast. There's very little relief inside. Another 12 inches of rain anticipated in Northern California. Flash flooding and mudslides will be here. Then you see five to six feet of snow in the Sierra Nevada. Dangerous travel conditions as well as an avalanche danger. And then widespread flooding from Redding, California, all the way down into L.A. It will be a parade of storms, one after another. As one storm exits, another one enters. You can see the storms one after another. Coming in off the Pacific, it brings us a copious amount of rain and a ton of snow. Northern California in particular will get hit and hit hard, but through the weekend, it extends all the way down into Southern California. What that means, Nora, is rivers rising and widespread flooding across the state. Mike Bettis with that new info. Thank you. Well, back here in Washington, it was another day of humiliating defeats for Republican leader Kevin McCarthy. Hard right factions of the GOP are standing firm in voting against McCarthy as Speaker of the House on every ballot. CBS Nicole Killian is on Capitol Hill. 
three days, no member elect, having received the majority of the votes cast, and 10 votes later, a speaker has not been elected. No gavel for GOP leader Kevin McCarthy. We're just going to keep them working like until we solve it. With his reputation on the line, the California Republican worked the floor engaged in intense conversations, and he made new concessions to win over party holdouts. That includes making it easier for any member to oust the speaker and giving his opponents two seats on the powerful rules committee, which vets legislation. I mean, it's just a list of stupid platitudes. Some of McCarthy's backers feel the party's being taken hostage by the demands of a few. That's why animosity is so high. Um, the thing about a hostage situation is usually there's demands and then you let the hostage go. As negotiations took place behind closed doors, far-right members appeared unmoved. It is not happening. And as it's been said, we need to get to a point where we start evaluating what life after Kevin McCarthy looks like. And at least one dissenter, Florida's Matt Gates, cast his vote for the former president. Donald John Trump. With the House in gridlock, no work can get done with some constituent services on hold. Committee staffers' pay could be stopped after next week, and members like Wisconsin's Mike Gallagher are concerned about national security. I effectively don't have a clearance despite being a member of the Intel Committee, being a member of the Armed Services Committee, and I was supposed to have a classified briefing that I was unable to attend as a result. So there's a lot of important work that we can't do. Well, Nicole Killian joins us now from Capitol Hill. So, Nicole, can you report any signs of progress? Well, Nora, despite all of these failed votes, there are some potential signs of progress tonight. Negotiators have been huddling all day with some of McCarthy's opponents, and at least one GOP lawmaker tells CBS News it looks like a deal is starting to come together. Nora? All right, Nicole, thank you so much. Well, President Biden announced a new plan today that he says will ease the crisis at the southern border. The president said the U.S. will now accept up to 30,000 migrants per month from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua and Venezuela. At the same time, migrants from those countries who illegally cross the border will be immediately sent back to Mexico. The president on Sunday will visit the border city of El Paso. Tonight, there's some stunning accusations by Prince Harry that are being revealed after his upcoming book, Spare, was leaked earlier today. Harry accuses his brother, Prince William, of physically attacking him, and he criticizes his own father. We're also hearing more of Anderson Cooper's 60 Minutes interview. CBS's Ramey Innocencio reports from London. Good morning, Britain. Breaking news this morning, an extraordinary allegation from Prince Harry. Bombshells between brothers, the British monarchy again in the headlines. Prince Harry claiming his brother, Prince William, the future king, quote, grabbed me by the collar, ripping my necklace, and he knocked me to the floor in an argument in which William criticized Harry's marriage to Meghan Markle, allegedly calling her rude and abrasive. In an interview airing on 60 Minutes this Sunday, Harry again accuses the British press of racism. What Meghan had to go through was, was similar in some part to what Kate and what Camilla went through. Very different circumstances. But then you add in the race element, which was what the press, British press jumped on straight away. I went into this incredibly naive. I had no idea the British press was so bigoted. Hell, I was probably bigoted you, before you, the relationship with, with Meghan. You think you were bigoted before the relationship with Meghan? I, I don't know. Put it this way, I didn't see what I now see. And his book reveals more family secrets for the world to see. 
that Harry wore this Nazi costume for a past Halloween on the advice of William and Kate Middleton. That William and Harry begged their father not to marry Camilla, now Queen Consort. And that King Charles himself joked whether Harry was his son. It's going to be received from, you know, by William and Charles as the most extraordinary betrayal of trust. For now, the palace has no comment. Ramey Innocencio, CBS News, London. Well, now to the unrelenting water crisis in Jackson, Mississippi. Public schools there were forced to go virtual for the rest of this week, with much of the state capital under a boil water notice since Christmas. You may recall the city went through this nearly two months last summer. CBS's Mark Strassman is there. At Barrel House, waiters served bottled water again today. The restaurant itself is tapped out, closing for good this weekend. One water crisis too many. What's the cause effect? We no longer have the capital to weather these storms, and it's very hard to have to close your restaurant, basically through no fault of your own. On Christmas weekend, a southern deep freeze burst pipes across the city, straining Jackson's main water plant. For many, the rickety system collapsed. No water pressure at all. Today, Jackson's mayor announced $800 million in government money to rebuild it, less than half of what some estimates call for. We did not get here overnight, and our full recovery will take many years. Blame decades of neglect and underfunding, incompetence and indifference. Time and again, waterline breaks hit poor people hardest in a city where more than 80% of residents are black. Pastor Greg Divinity has refilled this water truck three times. On Jackson's south side, the truck gets water to hundreds of families. These kids had virtual learning today, no water at school. You know, the mayor is black, the governor's white. The mayor is a Democrat, <laughs> the governor is a Republican. Okay, we got some divides here. It just feeds on itself. It feeds on itself. So that, that kind of keeps the communication from not happening. Getting water turned back on here is typically late and patchwork. For instance, that side of the street always gets it back days before this side of the street. And the Barrel House restaurant, if it was on that side of the street, its owner told us he might keep it open. Nora? Just shows the disparity. Mark Strassman, thank you so much. While turning now overseas, Vladimir Putin called for a 36-hour ceasefire in his war against Ukraine to mark Orthodox Christmas, which is celebrated in both countries. Well, Ukraine quickly rejected that as hypocrisy and said there could be no truce until Russia withdraws its troops from occupied land. The U.S. tomorrow is expected to announce a new $3 billion weapons package for Ukraine that will include armored fighting vehicles. The arrest of a notorious drug lord's son set off a wave of violence in Mexico. Cartel members even fired shots at passenger jets. That story is next. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. 
Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. In a dramatic military raid in western Mexico today, a son of the infamous Mexican drug lord known as El Chapo was arrested. Ovidio, Ovidio Guzman is an alleged fentanyl trafficker wanted by the U.S. government. In fact, there was a $5 million reward for information leading to his capture. His arrest set off a wave of violence as the Sinaloa drug cartel members stole and set fires to cars and even fired shots at passenger jets forcing airports in the region to shut down. A similar outbreak of violence prompted Mexico's president to release Ovidio Guzman following his arrest in 2019. Bed Bath & Beyond warned today that the company has serious doubts about its future and may have to file for bankruptcy. The home goods chain, founded more than 50 years ago, announced plans last summer to lay off about 20 percent of its corporate employees and close around 150 stores. The company also owns children's retailer Bye Bye Baby. Actor Jeremy Renner posted a new video and an update on his recovery from that terrifying snowplow accident. That's next. Actor Jeremy Renner posted a new video today and updated fans on his recovery from that terrifying snowplow accident. The Avengers star joked that he had an amazing spa day with his sister and mother, showing off the scalp massage that he received in his hospital room. Renner was badly injured in Nevada on Sunday when he was accidentally crushed by his 14,000-pound plow. First Lady Jill Biden will undergo a medical procedure next week after a small lesion was found during a routine skin cancer screening. The First Lady, now 71 years old, will have the lesion removed from over her right eye at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. Doctors recommended the procedure in an abundance of caution. Pope Francis leads tens of thousands in a historic funeral mass today. That's next. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We want to end tonight with the historic funeral mass at the Vatican for Pope Benedict XVI. It was the first time in centuries that a pope held a funeral for their predecessor. About 50,000 mourners, including cardinals, bishops, and priests, were packed into St. Peter's Square as Pope Francis blessed the coffin. Benedict, in 2013, became the first pope to retire in 600 years. He was laid to rest in a tomb beneath St. Peter's Basilica, joining more than 90 other popes in eternal sleep. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. 
I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.